everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Always Open, a show about mental health, sex, relationships, and everything in between. We are so glad you are here. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and today we are joined by... Hello, it's BK. BK, <laughs> and special guest... Hi, I'm Kat, or Cat Scratch. Yay! Hey, I'm here. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> happy to have you. Oh, God, we're all so happy. <laughs> I know. First always open appearance. Yeah. BK, your second. You're a veteran by now. I know. Yeah. So you'll show me the ropes, right? I got you. I got you. Thank you. I know. She'll hold your hand. She'll she'll keep you safe. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here for me. <laughs> Before the show, we were doing our tea poses. Yeah, our tea. And I felt very connected to you guys. I feel like we just need one fourth person at the edge of the table. We are one. We are one. So uh, before we get into the show, where might people know you from or where can people find you? Oh, gosh. If you know me, you probably are on Twitch, which <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> um, I am doing a bunch of different video game stuff all over the internet. I do stuff on YouTube, but mainly on Twitch. And I like to do a lot of variety stuff because I grew up playing games, but I was one of those hyper focusers. So I played like two or three games. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you grow up and you're like, what do you mean you didn't play this game? So I'm trying to fulfill that little list there and catch up a little a wish little fulfillment yeah and then while i'm learning games i'm showing other people games and i it, it, in my head it makes me feel like i'm doing something productive yeah you're doing us a service yeah i'm doing it for others not for me <laughs> what a generous person <laughs> thank you, you for your time <laughs> you're so welcome so you're on twitch you're on all the social yeah, media i'm on like all the things i'm on twitter for now um i'm on youtube oh my tiktok God. you know time comes out right now it, who knows let us know it's <laughs> just you tell How's us. How's it doing? Did you guys join Hive, by the way? Yes. When, yes. That, when that thing emerged? We it's did. on my phone, for sure. Were you a yeah. Mastodon? Did you do that? I never did the Mastodon. No. I did Hive, and I did, uh, there was like one other one. Post, I think it was oh, called. I, I responded to them to be like, hey, I'm interested in this. And then they emailed me back, and they're like, you can make an account. I never made an account. <laughs> oh, no. And that thing was like waitlisted, <laughs> yeah. too. Which I don't understand the parameters of them no. accepting or not no. accepting no, people. No, not at all. Like, it reminded me of Clubhouse. I was like, mm, all right, why, yeah. what is this exclusive mumbo jumbo going on here? Like, It was like one of those where I was like, I feel like I should go on, just like get my name maybe. Yeah. Sure. And then I stopped caring for a moment. <laughs> there was too much going on. I was like, I, I don't know. know where everyone's going. So It's also funny, you know, we, we talk about on Always Open how like we're pre-recording a lot of our episodes just to kind of like not stress ourselves out so we have our episodes to put out so we're recording this in april when this will come out you know a little bit later i have no idea what the state of things is going to no. be like in a month from now no just so everyone knows we're in uh elon changed it to doge <laughs> logo oh, yeah. i don't know what it could possibly be when this gets to you oh but my god you haven't seen it no dude like the twitter icon is like the doge dog yeah are you serious yeah. i thought, it was, thought it was a Fools. joke yeah but it's still there it's been like two days yeah. Yeah. It's there. Oh it's like their God. new like loading icon too. Like you pull something up and it's like, hello. It's I was like, all right, Elon Musty, I need you to relax. Musty. Like, <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Alondre needs the chill. <laughs> Alondre, listen. <laughs> well, I know like right now they just did the whole thing with like verification going away. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Which in case you can't tell, we're filming this in early April. So that was supposed to happen on April 1st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like everyone's verification going away and just switching over to Twitter blue, which would be what is it, like $11 a month or too something? Much. Too, much. It's too much. Too much, yeah. And like, but instead of that change happening quite yet, they changed it to when you look at someone's verification, it says 
this user subscribed to Twitter Blue or is a or, legacy yeah. verified member. Which is it? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it's either Taylor Swift or a 12-year-old boy <laughs> pretending to be her <laughs> to get money from people. Who knows? <laughs> Who's to say? Well, cool. I want to start things off with a little icebreaker question. Um, something that I've been thinking a lot about as I get older and as this country burns from the ground up. I'm not panicking. This no, is good. This not is at good. all. Yeah. <laughs> super fun. Super cute. Um, but I always wonder, like, let's pretend that you could just, like, live wherever you want. Because I li- visas in different countries. Yeah, the paperwork. Let's pretend much. that's not a thing. <laughs> we're, we're doing high-level dreams right this now. This is okay. a perfect world. Yes. <sighs> Take me to Saturn. Oh, you went like way far. Out I don't there. know if Saturn would be very. I know it's a liquid surface. <laughs> no, a this is our perfect world, Barb. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I want to live. What if you know your house perpetually floating on a liquid surface planet? Uh-huh. Like you, you travel by boat. It's like the New Age Venice. Do you have motion sickness? Yes. Oh shit. Yeah, you'd be you might be I'm a little so sorry for bringing that up. I'm so sorry. I, I take it all back. Actually, I take with it all, all the back. money you got, you probably got like, I could some cure, it cure to that. Or some so sort of way, yeah. you know. Exactly. You could live however you want to live. Have your own in-house doctor. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I would have a personal chef. Oh, personal that is chef. an expense that I would very much splurge. I would on. pay someone to level me up in Overwatch. So I would never have to play with normies again. <laughs> I like how just all the options in the world because like, yo, know, help my game I was going to be like, I would have health insurance. <laughs> Crazy, right? So if someone could get me to contenders in League of Legends oh. and I'd never have to play ranked again, I would be very happy. Wait, so why are you playing it? You don't seem to be No, anyone it. who plays hate, uh, League hates yeah. themselves. Yeah, it's, no, it's I, okay. I get that. Is that a thing? That's a thing? It, oh, you're, yeah. you're a masochist yeah. if you like that game. Noted. Not a okay. lot of happy players there no and we still play thinking of it's you. trauma thinking so like when you load you. up the game to play is it just like ugh. yeah it's an abusive relationship unfortunately i don't know why i keep going back to it okay. <sighs> i want to play tonight the, the first thing is recognizing it <laughs> first thing is and then i'll seek help yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> get some gamer counseling please i think i need it because uh-huh. i get a little toxic and i just i want to make yeah. sure i'll get someone to train me in val in valorant <laughs> i'll just I'll get really good at valorant no i was gonna um, say but for real though i probably want to go bike back home for like my dad's from barbados so i would whoa. totally want to like get land there build like a house and just kind of like be with that family that probably yeah. be the realistic all the money that would be really nice yeah. wow mine would be i i thought this was like an everyone thought this but maybe i'm alone in this but because we're on the internet all the time i would just never touch the internet right i would get oh my god off dude. the internet and I would run away. First, probably travel a lot, but then I would get like a big plot of land and just like Stardew Valley it out. Like I would <laughs> oh, you make farm? a farm. Would you have animals? I would, oh, absolutely. Every animal? Dogs, cats. <laughs> BK loves dogs, by the way. Update. <laughs> big fan of dogs. Sorry, that was really attacked at you. I didn't yeah, that was a targeted attack. Cows. I want baby cows. <gasps> oh, right? Cute. Yeah. And then like goats and stuff. Yes. And then cats. Where are the cats? I said cats. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm but sorry. you, I you blacked out, out when, I said, when yeah. I said dogs, you went somewhere. And, and I went feral. I sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the cats that'll be on my farm. <laughs> I feel like that would be the smelliest farm <laughs> in existence. Why are cats so stinky? Or right, leave cats alone. You, okay. you, you don't want the real answer. <laughs> oh God, I guess I don't. Well, but it's just like every animal has like certain like scent glands and stuff. And yeah, yeah. So just like humans, cats, right? Yeah. Listen, no, I no own three animals. ferrets. So ferrets, 
Fox are also extremely mm-hmm. stinky. Mm-hmm. Why do you know this? I, my bachelor's in zoology. <laughs> I've never met anyone with a bachelor's in zoology. Hey, that's nice the thing. Nice to meet you. Nice it's really nice to meet you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't say I remember a ton of it because uh, now <laughs> I, I work on the internet and play video games. If you think games. I remember anything about my marketing degree. No. <laughs> that, that's my master's. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the only Hello? one who like Hello? learned philosophy and thinks they're a philosopher. No, well, I, I think everyone who learns philosophy thinks they think they're, they're philosophy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's just us. I see now. Yeah. I see. No, I guess it depends on like how much you put that into practice, right? Mm-mm. And like, I feel like that's more useful on like the day to day. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the only thing I retain from my marketing degree is the four P's of marketing, which is like product, <laughs> place, price, and promotion. Oh, I yeah. think. Don't quit. Don't say yeah. Me. Don't guess. Don't don't go looking that up. They didn't give us a degree to remember it all. Right. <laughs> That's a whole separate school. Well, I was I, what I did in school is like when I would learn things or study for tests or whatever it was, I would put the information yes. in my head and then do the test and it would go and yep. it would all come out and then I would if you asked me to take the test like an hour later or even the next day, not a chance. Head empty, no, no. thoughts. It's gone. That is what made me good at biology. And not at chemistry. Ooh, yeah. Chemistry, you have to remember it, but also know how to put it into practice and everything. Where biology is a lot of just like memorize, spit it out. Yep. <laughs> memorize, recognize, spit it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, chemistry, it's like you understand this. And I said, no, I do not. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of like putting what you learn into practice and like applying it to other things. Yeah. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of, you know. That's what a lot of things are, but yeah, biology was <laughs> easier than chemistry. Yeah. I, I failed chemistry <laughs> It's okay. We all have that class. We all have that one. I think I failed a couple classes throughout my lifetime. I wasn't a great student. Um, (laughs) But you would say, yeah, big plot of land, make a animals. After I do all my traveling and stuff, get all the busy work out, Japan, Europe, all that Mm -hmm. stuff, uh, then settle down, get away from the internet, and Mm -hmm. just plot of land, dig in some dirt. Yep. I have uh, uh, like I have a few different (laughs) dreams essentially. Places I go and I fantasize about leaving the world in general. (laughs) Um, It's, I want to like travel all the time. There's a lot of like travel vloggers I follow and I live vicariously through them. To be able to live in a van and drive around wherever you want and like spend a week in Mexico and just like explore and do this and that. So I feel like I would want to get a really nice house somewhere, probably close to a beach. Yes. Totally. And then, but also close enough to an airport so you could travel easily enough. <laughs> See, you're thinking smart. Yeah. So, so you could just go just wherever leave you want. Your, your van in the parking lot of the <laughs> Dude, your house. Hell yeah. <laughs> but my second fantasy is like a vineyard in Italy overlooking like some beautiful hills and like just like whatever landscape you could imagine as the most beautiful thing possible. I'm moving my farm. Yeah, yeah, right? I want the like stone steps and like columns and beautiful, just everything. Uh, I just want to live like my princess fantasy. Can I visit your dream? Yes, Come with me. Yeah, I've never been to a vineyard. Let's go sip. Well, part of the dream is I want my friends close to me too. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. I want my friends close to me and all of us to be off social media forever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the requirement of going to your vineyard. (laughs) Sign this contract. No phones. No phones, no, no phone parties. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you guys where you've gone to an event or like a movie where they took your phone? I've done one like party. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it's like, a, there's a lot of like n- known people. Mm-hmm. So, and they want to be able to kind of be themselves. So they mm-hmm. like 
kindly ask to like leave your phone. So oh, there. He said, please let us relax. Yeah. Um, but that's the only ever time, not a movie or anything like that. No. That happened I'm, to Trevor and I recently. Oh, yeah. We went to, um, we were invited to go see the John Wick movie. Oh, cool. oh yeah. John Wick 4. Um, it, was, it wasn't even that early. I think it was like four or five days before it came out. And they had to take everyone's phone and smartwatch and like everything like that. What? Oh. And I was like, I've been to early screenings for stuff yeah, before. And this is weird. I'm like, we're all adults. Like, just say, keep your phones yeah. in your pocket or like have them turned off. Whatever. Especially when it's not like wildly early either. Yeah. At all. Right. Yeah. It was literally like the week of it releasing. That's odd. Weird. It was very strange. And then I realized in the process how anxious I get when I don't have my phone. Right. You just need it. And also how much we rely on it. Like, I was there with. Trevor, my boyfriend, and then also John and his partner. And it was, like, really crazy in the theater because, like, all these people were trying to get into the screening because they also had, like, open seating for any leftover seats. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'll go get us all snacks from the thing. Um, could I – how do I write down what you want? <laughs> right. And they're like, I'll just text memory. you. And I'm like, you can't. We don't have our phones with no. us. And so I took out the paper – that had the reserved seating sign on it, and I used my <laughs> lipstick to draw no, on a paper what everyone wanted from and the concession. That's called innovation, baby. <laughs> I <know. laughs> but I had to leave. The, I was so anxious about my phone and like waiting in this line with like 300 people to get everyone's phone back that I left the movie like five <sighs> minutes early just to go get yeah. my phone. And I'm like, I'm not gonna go back inside. I just like. I don't want to sit through all these people trying to immediately get their technology back. How did we live in the before time? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Because I'm the same way. Like, if I don't... I lose my phone all the time, I'll be honest, in my house. But, yeah. like, if I'm out and about and I do not know... That's a panic. Like, immediately. I, I, I don't know how to function. <laughs> but How did people function before? No. Notebooks? Like, uh, in their yeah, handbags? Yeah, you pass notes. And, like, pay phones? Yeah. Pay, pay phones. Oh, germs. I just, I just feel like I'm... I, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but maybe it's because things don't feel safe anymore in this country. Yeah. I, like, always want to have something where I'm, I could contact someone if I'm in right. trouble. Right. Yeah. Or exactly. lost or whatever it is. Totally. Because you never know when someone's going to start acting weird. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Any type of weird, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than me, where I'm always weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're like a different a type cute of weird. and quirky weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned this recently oh. from, from all the youngins. The young just, kids. It's just like that. <laughs> yeah, we, we do? were, we're doing this we were before doing the show. This like heart symbol. Apparently, for anyone who's a millennial, you know the heart used to be just like used to be <laughs> with the thumbs and the fingers curled over. <laughs> and the now, good old days. apparently, the next generation is using their their index fingers and their middle fingers to make a heart. Which BK and I struggle with a little bit. Kevin, yeah, you're doing my, it so well. My carpal tunnel doesn't I'm want me doing this. I'm fading. Like, <laughs> this is a lot. I, d I don't. Mm -mm. Well, hearts all around to everybody yeah. watching, there listening to the show. We appreciate you so much. Um, let's get into our questions. Speaking of which, we got a couple questions that have been written in by viewers of the show. And if you are watching or listening to the show and want to write us a question, you can just email us always open at roosterteeth.com. We would love to hear from you. All right, let's get into it. So, this first question reads, A good friend of mine for over 10 years is going through some mental health struggles, and I try to support where I can, but they often leave me stressed and feeling like I am being taken advantage of. They will ignore me for months on end and only reach out when they reach rock bottom, trauma dumping on me and then going back to ignoring me. 
I see them post on social media all the time, and I at least know that they are alive and okay. I know that social media is definitely not an accurate representation, but they post more than follow up with me. I'm in my 30s, have a career, my own family, and in-laws to keep up with on a daily basis. I would like to keep supporting my friend, but I also want to protect my own mental health and bandwidth. How would you end or set boundaries with this type of friendship? Yikes. <laughs> oh, th that's like so rough too, because it is one of those situations where like you like to be there for your friend, yeah. right? Like I feel like a lot of us have gone through mental health struggles and you know that how that can be and like you can feel so alone. So to have that one person is really, really nice, but it is super unfair for them to only go to you when they need that help. Absolutely. But I think it's also a thing of like, are they even aware of it? Mm. Because I feel like sometimes that like you get into a repetition of like, that is your habit. You know your safe spot. You know your safe friend to go to. And so like maybe they're not even aware when they're not in that down in the dumps, mm. whatever it mm -hmm. might be. They might not even be aware that they're not communicating with you at that time. And so then they go to you when they get in those habits. And so it's a weird habit that they've formed. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, for me personally, I'm a very honest and blunt friend for better or for worse. <laughs> for better, by the way, for <laughs> sure. I, I love honesty, honesty and bluntness, especially yeah. in friendships. It's so important. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I feel especially like... Especially in your 30s. Yeah, like, you get so... That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. tired. I don't have time. <laughs> these high school games. Like, come yes. on now. Yeah. So, like, I would honestly, especially if you, like, treasure that friendship, which I feel like 10 years, you've been there, you you kind of been through all of it with them. Um talk to them about that because yeah. you have to be straight up. And if they don't respect it from there and they keep falling back into that, that's kind of like a, that's, that's my, nope. Okay. I did my piece. I talked to you about it. I let you know how I feel in this situation. And if they're not going to also respect your feelings, yeah. you know, then like, I guess that kind of clears it up for you. And I mean, you don't have to make it a big thing. Like friend breakups suck, but you can like fade off, you know, and just be like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry, but this is not <laughs> my good mental health for me. also matters. You right. know, well, not that's the thing about any relationship, including friendships. It's a two way street. Yeah, it's a give and take on both ends. You can't just have someone taking advantage of you, especially this person says they feel like they're being taken advantage of because this friend is constantly dumping on them, trauma dumping, which is not to say that you can't do that with your friends, but there is a balance to also being there for your friends and mm -hmm. hearing what they're going through, but also maintaining a friendship that's not just all about wanting to complain to them or uh, act as if they're your therapist and then go away. Yeah. That just is a very unfair situation. That's yeah. a get a therapist. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> get a therapist. Yeah. No, for sure. There's like a, I feel like a stigma around that, like about, about therapy or mm -hmm. getting a therapist. Like I think, especially like in a lot of like um, marginalized groups where like there's mm -hmm. this stigma that you're broken or there's something wrong with you. Like, and again, therapy doesn't have to be because you have like a condition, like it could literally be just having someone who is actually paid to care about you and listen to your problems and is prepared for that trauma dumping. Like right. it's really important. And the question like hit home because I feel like I almost started thinking that this was someone I I knew. Oh really? Like that's how I was like, oh my I feel God. Like we've all had friends like this, right? Yeah. yeah. We've all known people like this. For a long time. Or like you you were saying it so well, Kat, where like you you have your safe space or you trust this person or that's just like the routine of how you guys communicate. And I've I've run into that a lot of time and had had that conflict where the person did what you said and 
said something like, hey, I feel this way. Um, it feels like I only talk to you when things are rocky. And like, I, I want to know, like, how do you feel about this? How would you approach it? And it kind of turned into having like an exchange of like acknowledging that is what it is on my part, working better to try to come with more positives when yeah. happening, but also like a strategy to make it sure on their end that it's not the only time they're talking to me yeah. is me reaching out. Like, unfortunately yeah. I'm, I'm busy, like really busy. I'm not proud of it. Like I'm actually working through that. I hate being like, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't get back to you. I'm busy or I had a lot on my plate. Like I'm, I'm sick of saying it. Bika, you're cutting, you're, you're calling me out right now. Cutting so close to I know, I'm like, wow, that definitely <laughs> has nothing true. to do with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone's so, nice. Everyone's no. so nice. They're like, oh, I understand and I get it. Or like, and I knew it was a problem when they started coming to me being like, I know you're busy, but, or like, I'm sorry to interrupt. I don't want to bother you. And I'm like, I cannot yeah. have that. So I kind of started this like mental health check system. <laughs> yeah, really, this is every yeah. Yeah. person's yeah. text. I'm thinking of like the last few texts I've gotten. I'm like, I know you're so busy, but like, I'm like, Oh, exactly. No, 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 no Timothy, for you. Right. You're important. But like you get wrapped up in stuff. And I feel like, um, especially us, like we for, we forget to reach out. Yes. Like, especially when we're in our in our bag, but like we're told as like uh kind of like a coping mechanism when you are bad, that is definitely when you reach out. Mm -hmm. So to give like an action item to the friend, I I kind of like propose just do like a mental health check. Literally the text is mental health check with the check mark. And mm. we just will send it to each other periodically and it will open the door to be prepared to talk about what we're going to talk Absolutely. about yeah. and like give me an option to like say something good maybe my mental health check is good and yeah. you're you're kind of breaking that cycle that I'm in where I'm in my manic state where I'm doing a thousand things and I seem happy and I'm on social media mm -hmm. but like I might be compartmentalizing a lot of stuff yeah. and I didn't find that window or that opportunity to reach out because I didn't want to bother you right yeah. so that text message at least with me and some of my friends has kind of really helped level out that kind of inequity it feels when you are that friend getting all the trauma dumped on you. And I think it's it's good to have the good and the bad there because like I say this a lot with my community because I I go through mental health stuff a lot and mm -hmm. I'm very open with it because I think you should be because totally. there is such it's a stigma. It's so important. You know? So thank you for doing yeah, that. I try. I, I just try to be super real because I'm like so many times we all feel crazy in our brains because yeah. no one else is really being open. And so I'll I'll literally go live and be like, hey y'all, doing great today but we're gonna vibe and stuff because the bad times will always pass you know yeah. and like I know that there's bad times but there's also good times and so I try to focus on those good times and stuff and like yeah I can come to my friend and like complain and be like oh this stuff it, it's so sucky like I hate this life is bad but like it's not that bad because like my cat came over here and she was like <laughs> cuddling on my lap and then, like find that one good thing and like even if you tell your friend like if they are coming to you with that bad stuff like you can acknowledge the bad stuff but then also be like okay just so today just wasn't a waste you know some everything was going bad what was one good thing that happened today two good things yes. that happened today like did you have like that perfect slice of pizza or like did were you did you get up and the sun was shining and you're like oh that was yeah. beautiful. Like, like that your one pajamas moment. are super comfy today. Yeah. Even know? just to like reframe it a little bit. Cause like, especially if you do still want to be there for your friend, they are probably going to still come with like come to you with those bad stuff. But like it could even help them to realize that maybe they're focusing on that bad stuff if mm. you give them that like, like subtly. Reframe a little bit. Yeah. You know? Thinning hair is not only common, it's completely normal. And going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. But with Nutrafol, you don't have to just accept it, you could do something about it. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement that has been clinically shown to improve hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. All you have to do is take their hair health wellness quiz to get your personalized plan for better hair growth through whole body wellness. I actually just started taking Nutrafol. They sent me some to try. It's very easy. You just take the pills every single day with a meal and it starts working almost immediately. I already feel my hair is getting thicker, better quality. It doesn't break as much. It's wonderful. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OPEN. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code OPEN, Nutrafol.com, promo code OPEN. Hey everyone, we wanted to take a moment to remind you that RTX 2023 is happening this July 7th through the 9th. RTX is our favorite time of the year where we get to interact with all of the amazing people that give us the opportunity to make content. It's a celebration of all things Rooster Teeth with panels, special guests, community, artists, cosplay, and so much more. There will be exclusive reveals, meet and greets with Rooster Teeth talent like myself, and special merch available only during the event. We're changing up how the convention feels this year as well, and it's going to be so awesome. I cannot stress that enough. Imagine a mini Epcot-style convention show floor with different attractions and activations from your favorite Rooster Teeth brands, including all good no worries, all wrapped up in a summer camp theme. It's the summer camp for indoor kids with Face Jam's Rat and Grackle Pub, a Red Web Escape Room, a Fuckface Museum, Achievement Hunter Mini Golf, and even more cool stuff to do that we're saving for attendees to experience in person. We're looking forward to meeting all of you guys there, so head over to rtxaustin.com to get more information about the event and to buy your badge. Hope to see you there. Yes, you. Well, I think, too, you know, they, they mentioned that they've been friends for over 10 years. Yeah. It's a long time. And so it's a really long time. I think there's almost a level of, like, too much comfortability mm. where you feel like, well, they're my friends, so, like, they're here for me, so I could complain about all this stuff and go to them whenever I'm feeling this way. But it seems like that friend is forgetting the other part of the friendship, right? Yes. Of, like, what's going on in your life. But yeah. also, maybe let's connect and focus on some positives. Yeah. And I think the pressure that's being put on this person is very unfair totally. and sometimes it's hard to talk to someone and say hey like I want to be there for you but when you only come to me when you're dealing with something it, it makes me feel like I'm responsible to fix it for you or help you when like while I'm your friend I'm not a therapist I'm yeah. not someone mm -hmm. who's like qualified to to talk about these issues and like maybe that's something that could help you mm -hmm. Um, and so maybe I would encourage the friend to suggest that um, in a very delicate way. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to be like, "Ugh, you need therapy. <laughs> Just get therapy. Right. Just get therapy. <laughs> That's not how you go about it. It's a very passive kind of, um, I think, inappropriate way to approach that. Mm -hmm. um, I also want to address the social media part. <sighs> I, I wouldn't take that personally. I think people post on social media sometimes more when they're feeling worse. I was about to say that. <laughs> totally. I was like, when I'm doing mentally unwell, 
I'm going unhinged. <laughs> like I'm posting all the time. I'm on my phone. I don't set it down, which is not helping. It's a by the way, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a distraction, and it's not actually getting to the root of the problem. Right. But it's like I need that distraction, and I just go and post stupid stuff. I post silly things or like just random ramblings, and so like they're probably posting like those good photos or like ha ha he he like with pals and everything. Yeah. But it's. It's real to a point, but it's real in the distraction factor of yes. like, our phones are always in our hands and um, mine is more in my hand when I'm not doing great. And so that's probably what you're seeing. Yeah. It's not like a cry for help type deal, but like <laughs> that's that's probably why you're seeing them post on social media because someone likes something, that's that serotonin boost. Exactly. And, you know, you get responses and you feel more seen or what have you. And, and connected. Yes. I think that's um, something that happened, especially during the pandemic, is yes. because you weren't seeing people and being with people as much as you were used to, that connection came from social media in a lot of ways. I know it did for me. No, Whereas I felt yeah. like if I wasn't seeing everybody's Instagram story, that I wasn't being a good friend. Mm -hmm. I wasn't keeping up with what they were doing. Rather than like, oh, maybe I should just text this person and be like, how are you? What have hey, you been up to? Of you? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, just randomly, even, okay, so if, if your friend is someone who, like, once you talk, hopefully you talk to them, um, and you kind of get into this bound, and they're like, oh, I, I sometimes I get so busy. Mm -hmm. I don't think about reaching out. I'll be honest. It sounds so artificial, but because I get so bogged down with schedule or what have you, just set like a reminder in your phone to just like reach out to something, like a reminder and be like, hey, have you talked to this person? Have you like talked to a friend or like just like little to-do list for that friend? Because then you'll reach out and like no one knows about it except for us. Yeah. Here, right? <laughs> but like. And your Google calendar. And your Google calendar. It's between <laughs> you and Googs. Um, <laughs> but like suggest it to them and like it can feel not genuine but that's not the case necessarily because when your brain gets into that moment like you're not always thinking logically you're like you're like oh my gosh there's no one to go to like and you don't think of it until that moment or like even in the good days like get that reminder a random reminder yeah um just to like reach out to someone take, do it when you take your birth control pills yeah or like you know something that you do every day <laughs> brush your teeth <laughs> hey you're not gonna have a baby how are you <laughs> No, totally. I was hoping to say with social media, to your point, Barbara, was like, I've been telling my friends a lot too recently, like, it's weird. I'm a, I'm a bad texter. Same. But like, if you DM'd me, I'd see it sooner. Like, and that might just be me because like I'm, I'm active and on the platforms, but like something I would suggest if you're seeing this person on social media and they are happy and you feel like you start to feel that way where you feel, okay, this is weird. Yeah. Why are they doing so good? They haven't hit me up. React to the story post. Yeah. yeah. Message them. Send them a meme. Like low lift, start the low lift friend interaction. Don't feel like every conversation of your friendship has to be this big thing. Like some of my good friends are just, oh, I sent you a meme. Yeah. That's our relationship yeah. is yeah. meme sending and then maybe a call once a quarter. Yeah. yeah. And then Honestly. that can also put them in the frame of like something good. You posted something good and positive. But you're responding to that, which you are now inserting yourself into a positive moment mm -hmm. instead of just yes. the negatives, you know? Helps so like, reframe that perception. Exactly. Like you're you're putting yourself there. So be like, hey, I'm here when you're happy too. Like, yeah. right. let's go. It sucks though. It seems like such so much work on the, the question's behalf. I know. Which and is it's already unfair. Right. <laughs> right. And I like, I hate like the way we're saying it. We're like, okay, cool. Cause like I feel like we can only give advice there because you can't really 
change how someone is acting. I feel like that's like the first step in that situation is like their behavior is in their control. Even if you do suggest all these things, really the only thing you can do is change how you act towards that person. And what you communicate. And what you communicate. So very much. So it it kind of all depends on how your friend reacts. Yeah, I know. I need updates. (laughs) They did say like, how do you set boundaries with Mm. this type of friendship, which I think is a very important question. And I'm glad that you're asking that. Um, I would say, obviously all the things that we've talked about already, (laughs) but communicate how you feel. I mean, if this if this friend of yours has been with you for over 10 years and you say, hey, you know, I, I want to talk to you about something, I feel like exactly what you said in this question. Yeah, I feel like every time we talk, it's, you know, something negative and I feel like I have to be your therapist or that like you don't come to me when there are positive things in your life and I, I still care about you and want to be your friend. And also I want you to care about what's going on in my life. Yeah. And so like, you know, maybe if you want to reach out a little more, talk about this or that. But I think there's a lot of cases where there are friends in friend groups who are the therapist friend. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Um, I've been there before as a cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll explain so much. We are a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the times the, uh, the person who is always willing to like listen and help people, but will never open up about their own problems. And so maybe, you know, like if you're going through, if you're having a hard day or if you're something really good happened in your day, maybe call them and be like, hey, I just want to talk to you about this or like get your advice on this thing or your or thoughts on this because maybe they don't feel like you are reaching out to them when things happen mm, or yeah. when you need their help. And mm-hmm. so they constantly come to you, come to you, come to you. So they think they think that relationship is on the, yeah. okay, we both just ha- give our beef to right. each other, you know, like mm-hmm. instead of the good moments. That's true. I've got yeah. like two kind of strategies that I do now because again, I feel like I am the friend. So... <laughs> I do I do this thing where I kind of get consent for the trauma dumping. Yes. In a very like... Um, <laughs> like, could I... Well, it's like a bit way. Yeah. I go, permission event, sir. <laughs> All caps. Do you put the little I do, I emoji? The little, the little salute emoji. <laughs> or like I'll hop in the Discord chat and, and like everyone, I'll let it move down, everyone's lull. Mm-hmm. And I go, permission event, sir. And I wait for permission granted. And then I go, okay, so da 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 and start spitting. And at least it's accepted. If they go, hey, yo, we're vibing. I go copy that. (laughs) That's exactly what I say. And I'll be like, okay. And they know maybe they'll DM me after. Maybe we'll have that conversation another time when they're ready. And that's a good strategy to maybe suggest. Or you could be petty like me. And when they trauma dump, you just also trauma dump back. (laughs) (laughs) So they go, yo, work was crazy. Oh my gosh, this family stuff. I go, yo, me too. It's crazy. I lost my sock. I couldn't find it. And then at least it's a mutual exchange there. You might start to feel like you're at an even level. And like maybe that can also shine a light, like we've kind of said on the behavior without being so direct, if you're uncomfortable with that directness. I think could be a cool way to do it. And and you get a little little aggression out that way. You know what I mean? the emotions out. (laughs) Also, if you're like a little scatterbrained like me, um, sit down and figure out what your boundaries are. Because mm. you can't really set boundaries if you yourself don't understand what your boundaries yeah. are with Like them. if you are still willing to be there for them when they want to trauma dump or want to vent or anything like that, like that is fine. But yeah. maybe you're like, maybe I'm good for this like one conversation a week. Yeah. Or like this amount or, per whatever. Or like have them check in like that. Like I'll, I'll do that with my friends. Be like, hey, y'all, next thing's going to be a vent and I'll do it in like the invisible ink so they don't have to see it unless they want to see it. Oh. Or like like I'll even tell them like you do not have to respond right now. I just need to 
get it out because sometimes you really just have to vent it out or I'll, you know, spoiler in Discord. So it's yeah. like hidden. So like they only see it when they need to see it. And like, because I have my two best friends in like a group chat. So we all are always talking and it will go from memes to trauma to normal discussion to memes to, you Again, know, a balance. Anything, exactly. A nice 100%. balance of life. And so like they can go to that and I'm not insulted when they don't immediately respond or anything. It's just like, hey, I know you know that I just need to say this out here and I know that you'll talk when you need to or it, or maybe I just needed to say it. Maybe I didn't even and honestly, need a response. I feel like it's 99% yes. of, of people wanting to vent or complain or whatever it is. It's just wanting to say it so that you could share in that feeling and in that journey with me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to necessarily fix it or fix my problems or anything like that. I just yeah. need to say it. And that is a totally fair thing to want. Yeah, and I think you can you can also approach it because I know that I have a friend that if if something's happening like they feel that weight of that other person's problem fully on mm. them and like they they want to help and everything so it's it's also in giving permission to my friends to be like you don't have to solve this problem <laughs> yeah you have permission <laughs> permission to absolutely ignore me <laughs> like this isn't your problem I just need to say it out there um and yeah. So like figure out what your boundaries are. Do you actually like do you want to dive back into these things or do you want to like limit how often it happens mm-hmm. or what kind of conversations or like make sure you come when things are good too mm-hmm. or like kind of figure that out and just uh, approach them in that way. I and think. I think if if this friend of yours is not willing to change or to work with you on these boundaries and your needs, it's okay to end the friendship. Totally. I think yeah. like yeah. if if someone is not bettering your life even in a small way i 100 percent agree take the shot get them out (laughs) i mean you should should surround yourself with people who make you feel good about yourself and about totally you know having them in your life and everything like that and life is too short to waste time on people who are not going to care about you as much as you care about them and you you have a 10-year friendship there and i think in relationships and friendships the year count doesn't really matter doesn't if they're not adding to your life. Mm. Like it, sometimes people will guilt themselves into staying in these friendships because totally. they're like, well, we've always been there, you know, yeah. like everything. But like if it's taking more out of your life than it's putting in, you got to kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ship sail on. All right. Well, let's do one more question. We'll go quick on this one. Perfect. Um, just because I did pick two and I think they're both good questions and I would love <laughs> to get this one. Yes. Um, so this one says, I'm a female in my early 30s, single, no kids, and work a normal nine to five job. I've had throughout my life so many expectations placed on me in both spiritual and physical. I want to make a name for myself, make my mark on the world, or just be used by God for some higher calling type thing. I'm failing in all those. And honestly, it's not a desire for me. I don't want to be constantly working. I work to provide for myself, needs, and wants. I have a great work ethic, but I don't want to be the top dog, at least not in this context. I prefer to enjoy my free time doing things I'm interested in love. Traveling, gaming, watching your videos, trying new things, making new memories. But in the back of my mind, I still have those expectations gnawing at me, making me feel like a failure and a loser. Someone told me recently that I'm just wasting my life and potential. What's the point of me living if I'm not going to do anything with it? That hurt because 10 years ago, I hated myself so much that I attempted suicide. It's taking me such a long time to come back from that headspace. I'm just trying to live day to day and partake in things that make me happy. Can't that be enough? Yes. Yes. <laughs> God, I'm going to cry. I know. What? I <laughs> I know. I I here's the thing like I feel I feel you on this question. Yeah. yeah. Um but I will say 
as someone who is now in our in my mid thirties almost, um, life is just about being happy yeah. and like enjoying yourself to the best of your abilities. And if that just means like I'm just working a job, making money, and like living life and and having a good time, being able to do what I want and whatever, not achieving necessarily something higher or like becoming this top dog or like advancing in my career in any sense like that, like that's okay. That is totally okay. As long as you are happy and enjoying yourself and healthy and everything like that. No, you're okay. You're so good. You just being here is enough. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really upsetting to hear that someone thinks that you're like wasting your potential or anything like that because – yeah. One, first of all, I don't know you, but I'm so happy you're here. Yes. I'm so happy that you're still doing it. You don't have to be top dog. Like I said, like I have a, a degree in zoology. I have a master's in business. I am now working from home yeah. as a streamer playing video games. I am not following any path. I have friends that are doctors. I have friends that are literally out there saving lives. But you are doing a thing that is making you happy. And not a lot of people can say that. And I think so many people put their importance on what they're doing, their job, or like, what, what am I giving in this life, and blah, blah, blah. And like, what am I accomplishing? What am I accomplishing? What there's am I, yeah. no checklist for life. There's literally no checklist for life. And there's so many parts that try to say that, like, basically, your identity is your job. How are you succeeding at your job? How are you succeeding at school? How are you succeeding in blah, 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 blah. First, I, I don't know how much we're allowed to say, but it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, literally. Yeah, yeah. Literally just shut up. If you are happy, you are achieving. There Truly. are There are two things in life I feel are the happiest or the, the most important thing for anybody. Be happy and be a good person. Yeah. Period. Um, and I, I, like you said, there's so much emphasis put on achievement and goals and who are you going to become? What are you going to bring to this world? What are you going to... How are you going to leave your mark on things? It doesn't matter. No. Be a good person and be happy. And, you know, the expectations that are being put on you, whether that be from yourself or external, fuck all that shit. Seriously. It, that, it, I say this in the most positive way. Nothing matters. No. Nothing matters. We're all just going to be dust at the end of this, you know? So enjoy yourself. Be a good person, period. And, like, if you're not stressing yourself out by trying to, like, be the best, because there can only be so many best, right? Like, we're all, (laughs) do you really want to stress you out trying to be the best when, like, especially if, like, you're in a workplace, right? There can only be this CEO or, like, what is your goal? Like, what matters to you importantly? Like, growing up, I had very different aspirations that I have right now, right? And I, if I look at it that way, I have failed in every single way. I'm turning 30 this year and I'm probably the happiest that I've been. And if I was to have stayed on that path or, you know, focused only on, on my job or finding a partner or like having kids or like anything of that, like I wouldn't be happy like I am right now. So focus on being happy with yourself, focus on being happy and loving yourself and doing whatever you want to do because yeah, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Nothing matters, which is a terrifying thing, but also such a freeing thing. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more freeing it is. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, no, I, I didn't get this thing that I really wanted or I didn't get to go to this thing I really wanted to go to or whatever. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. New day. Cool. Let's do a new thing. 
Opportunities are endless. I'm sorry. I was no, really no, going no. Through no. It. I just want to make sure no. you're okay. Yeah. I'm good. I I resonate with that. I think uh, the question that hit home was as much as that person um, is wanting to be enough in the state they are, they also still have an internal desire and pressure to make an impact or yeah. make a, a mark in the world. Mm -hmm. And I guess like, as I was internalizing all my emotions and <laughs> gathering my thoughts, I really thought about why this pressure is so big. Like the, the scale, like who, who defines how big the impact has to be? Yeah. It could be as small as you made a little club at your job and y'all have a book club and that's your lasting impact. Or your family, you're actually on good terms with your family <laughs> and your cousins. Like those are all like impacts and marks on the world that will have lasting effects there and will Absolutely. mean something. I mean, there are tons of organizations out there, even small little donations like, it, it, they do go a long way. And that can be seen as your impact, even if it is a passing thing you're doing, you're contributing and doing more than could be said for a lot of people out yeah. there right now. So if if a person still has that desire to do it, think of think of the scale smaller. What what is your what is your goal? What is your lasting impact? What do you want to leave with this world? And it could be as much as rekindling that friendship with your cousin who's younger, who always wanted to play video games and never had someone to bring them into that world. Now mm -hmm. you've just made a gamer out of that person and will go on to outlive you, mm -hmm. hopefully, and, and kind of share that memory that they've had with you. And I think that that making it more personal, making whatever impact in the world or, or stamp you want to leave, being something that is important to you, yeah. no matter how small, I think is the way for you to feel a bit more fulfilled than feeling like you're missing out on something or there's something you couldn't achieve because you are to our, all of our points. You are doing enough. Mm, yes. And you are enough. Yes. 100%. Through and through. And anybody listening, if you ever question that, you are enough just by being who you are, by being yeah. a good person. And honestly, just being a good person has an impact on the I world. I was going to say, Thank don't you. downplay kindness and the impact that that has because you said make it a smaller scale like not everything's going to be this huge thing and <laughs> maybe you won't get like a Nobel Peace Prize right. or anything but like kindness goes so far and can have an insane impact on individual people um, especially when you look at the world and see how kind of wild it is just doing the little things can matter in a big way um, and it might not seem like it from your perspective, but you doing one kind thing to one person could literally change that person's day in a massive, massive way. Just Absolutely. one little kind thing. So, or change their life. Someone yeah. said I look good in these pants and now I can't stop. Oh my God. Yeah. No. Someone will compliment no. one thing. I'll live in that. It's my yeah, whole so identity. Literally. They'll be like, I love your hair. I'm like, okay, this is this Never hair for changed. the rest of my life. Yep. Seriously. <laughs> a, a compliment from a stranger goes... Yeah. Uh, the it longest of ways. So much. And from people, you know, of course. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But like the stranger. <laughs> yeah. If someone, um, if you're in like the women's bathroom and someone's Stop. like, I love your outfit, and you're like, oh my God, I could kiss you. Yes. <laughs> I won't because we're in the bathroom. That was but. the wildest thing about like after quarantine and like actually going out. And I went into a bar and like <laughs> I went to the bathroom and everyone was just like complimenting and being nice. And I walked out and I went to my partner and I said, God, I miss drunk women's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally no better place on earth. so good right now. Screw Disneyland and yeah. everything like that. That yeah. is the happiest place on earth. It is. It is. You just can't market it very well. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh our own, it's our own little secret. Um, well, thank you so much for writing in um, to the person who wrote in this question. We, we love you and just know you are enough. And 
whatever that means to you, that is enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have a question for us for the show, uh, you can email alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. Kat, thank you so much for being yeah, with us today. thanks for having me here. And BK, thank you for joining of us course. as well again. Always. Always happy to have you. Where could people find you? Give us one more little shout out to your Twitch yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, you can that. find me on twitch.tv slash catscratch, which is K-A-T-S-K-R-A-T-C-H-H. And I'm catscratch literally everywhere. If you search it and I don't pop up, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> Give us those links. Yeah, yeah, come on. Let us know. All right. <laughs> and BK, I mean, people know you, but where can people find you? Too? Oh, you will find me here doing a lot of RT stuff with all good, no worries. We got some cozy couch coming up. Yes, cozy couch. Yes, Gaming as well. So that's why we vibe so much. Uh, but I'm also on, on Twitch too. So you can find me there if you like that. That's your thing. <laughs> not playing that's League. Not, no, not not playing League. <laughs> that's Anything not about that. That's no. not interesting. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you for watching the show. We appreciate you guys being here. And if you liked it, share it with a friend. Share all good, no worries. Share everything uh, because that goes a long way. Also, feel free to leave a comment. Give us some love. And thank you for watching. We will see you guys next week.